Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com backslash Grace P. That's BetterHelp.com slash Grace P. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the 20-something podcast. I'm here with a very special guest today for our life advice from a 20-something-year-old. I have Miss Sierra here, one of my very good friends. So um, give us a little intro. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Sierra. I am a junior in nursing school. It's definitely interesting. Um, what is about me? I've been in a relationship for five years. I'm engaged. Planning a wedding for next year takes up a lot of my efforts and time. Um, I'm a proud dog mom. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. To talk. Yeah. Very cool. So, Sierra and I met through our, her fiancé and my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, Grace and I, we um, both ended up somehow living in a frat house with guys yeah. for a little while. <laughs> I left college. I didn't leave college, but my school went online for COVID for mm-hmm. half a semester, and I decided to move in with my uh, boyfriend at the time, and Grace moved in with hers, and mm-hmm. it was us and, what, three other guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were the moms. The we house. were. We cleaned. We cooked. Yeah. Talked shit on the kitchen. Well, yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. We, we had a lot of fun. It was really fun, but... Uh, the relationship stuck, which we're very grateful for, because we both kind of have a hard time holding on to the girl friends. Yeah, um, <laughs> something I'll probably talk about today is uh, my circle's definitely small, mm-hmm. but it is a mighty one. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Quality over quantity. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, before we jump in, I like to do like a little icebreaker, so I have an icebreaker oh, question well, for you, and it's it's tough. And I was thinking about it, because I was thinking about what my answer would be, but I'm going to let you go first. And I want to know, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh, this is easy. Oh, it I is? have a favorite album. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I am a folklore girly yes, you are. through and through, and um, I think either oh, Invisible String, <sighs> The One, <laughs> Hoax. I mean, that whole album is just my favorite, so mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to pick, God, if I had to pick one... It'd probably be the one. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Or even so Yeah. That's okay. It. It's a it's a it's hard, hard question because she, yeah. there's so many songs out there of hers and mm-hmm. none of them are bad. <laughs> I'm just devastated I I didn't get tickets anyway. I'm like I look every day on Ticketmaster and I just can't justify it. Like there are still tickets for Minneapolis, but they're like behind the stage they're like nine hundred dollars. I know, I was able to get the pre-sale mm-hmm. like code and everything like I was on mm-hmm. I was looking and I was like oh, I'm gonna get these mm-hmm. and as I'm sitting with the price in my cart I'm like oh I literally can't not it's so much I would love to I mean uh-huh. but I just I literally can't yeah with the wedding next year no I mean I was about to cancel it and just go to the heiress tour but I mean priorities <laughs> wedding heiress tour <laughs> No, yeah, I, I don't think Connor would be happy with that financial position. I have major FOMO from all of the TikToks. Uh, and my friend Hannah, they're going... <gasps> no way! In like June, July or somewhere, and I think they're going to Chicago. Oh. And she's like, yeah, I have a friend that can't go. And I'm like, oh my 
Oh my god. Do it. Like, do it. But with this internship coming up, I mean, I yeah. don't have any time to do anything this mm -hmm. summer, so. Yeah. It's probably not in the cards for me. Yeah, I'm just like living vicariously through everyone. I know. I'm like seeing everyone's TikTok videos that they're like heiress tour outfits. Oh my god, the outfits. <sighs> yeah. And then my one friend was like, well, you never know, like, you can go to the next one. The I'm like, next where does she doesn't have another one? Yeah. And this, this is her entire era. This is all of the albums yeah. in one. I don't think she's going to do it again. Kind of, I mean, she's not old, but... <laughs> right, right, right. No, she's, I... She's been doing this since she was, like, what, 12? Yeah. She's probably getting tired of yeah. this. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Well, my favorite song right now of hers is Cruel Summer. It's like a bop. Oh, I yeah. just love... With the sun out, that's the Oh, my God, it's right awesome. Now. But all time, Tim McGraw. That is, like... Oh, my God, it's just... Yes. Finest. Yes, that first album. Oh, my God, I love I that song. It just makes me feel so good and it's like I just like think of myself in my room with like my CD player and like listening oh. to it on the CD. Did you have, like a poster up in your room? Oh absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, did you what were your opinions on Midnight's? Because I know some people are like this is like kind mm -hmm. of different for her. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved it. At first I was like, mmm, but it like all of those songs are just like hype. Mm -hmm. And um Midnight Rain, hands down. See it. I feel like there's songs on that album that kind of res represent different albums. Like, yeah. Sweet Nothing could easily be a folklore. Oh my god, absolutely. I, I love this, my favorite song on the album. Oh, that's a good one. You know, because it's like the yeah. sad girl shit. Yeah. <laughs> sad girl shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I, just love, I need that shit up. Yeah. Well, I'm in my single era now. so You're like, your event era. So like, I'm in my villain era. Yeah. Go. So, like, all of those songs are just like, okay, get me hyped up. You could never be a villain. <laughs> never. Uh, but yeah. Well, I'm, I I was expecting that to be harder for you, but... You know, I, I, <laughs> no, it's funny, because I, yeah, I've been thinking about it, and I just have those three on repeat, so mm -hmm. it's, it's between those, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, Folklore and Evermore hit different. Yeah, especially, I mean, lately I've been listening to it more, just because, like, Wisconsin's been gross and rainy and yeah. cold. Yeah, yeah. But now that it's sunny, I'll probably branch out a little bit. Yeah. Like, right now I'm in my country girl era. Yeah, now we get in the country <laughs> girl <laughs> era. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like costumes. Windows down, drink some beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good shit, good shit. Okay, so we're going to jump into the segment now. You guys know the drill. Sierra came with five pieces of advice. And I don't follow myself. <laughs> she's but... 21, but she's got some good stuff to share with us. Yeah. So why don't you head us off with our first one and we'll, we'll dive in. Yeah, definitely a disclaimer. I mean, I grown a lot as a person and I'm, I mean growth isn't linear so I'm still doing that um, so a lot of these I'm still working on myself <laughs> Same. but um, one I mean that's a priority for I think a lot of people is just to prioritize your mental health mm. mental health is huge mm -hmm. and I just feel like there's still that stigma around mental mm -hmm. health that I mean resources are just limited yeah but yeah with with that I Mainly just, like, find hobbies that bring you joy. Yes. Lately, I mean, since last summer, I just became a reader about a year ago. <laughs> I'm into my romance books, and I'm probably what you would call a serial reader. <laughs> it's, it's probably not the healthiest way to cope with things, but, yeah, definitely when I'm overwhelmed and stressed, I'll open a book and that all goes away because mm -hmm. I'm in, like, this new false reality that mm -hmm. brings me happiness and... Yeah, I'll usually start a 600-page book, and I'll finish it in one sitting, and I won't move for six hours. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, I was happy for those six hours. <laughs> I feel that, yeah. you got to find your, your escape or something. I always say, like, do one thing you love every day yeah. because it, it just you never know, like, how you're going to wake up in the morning and, mm -hmm. and how you're going to be feeling. But do you do a therapy of any sort? Music therapy. Music therapy. <laughs> no, so my thing is like I, no, I don't really like I don't journal. Mm -hmm. I keep a lot of things to myself, but at the mm -hmm. same time, I'm an open book. You just have to like ask, but okay. I haven't actively mm -hmm. search for someone to talk to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think all I really do is like I read, I listen to music, and mm -hmm. oh, um, really bad TV, <laughs> like really cringy. Mm -hmm. This show sucks. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. I can sit and watch that. Like mindless TV. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you brought that up because um, this podcast actually is now sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Oh, really? Yes, and I do BetterHelp therapy, and I love them. And that was something that I just found recently this year. And like you said, with like the stigma, still, yeah. I'm so grateful that like it's starting to come out more. Mm-hmm. Like people talking about mental health and putting it out there. But even me, like with my mental health diagnosis, like talking about it still sometimes. I'm like, Ugh. it just it kind of feels awkward. Yeah, just there is that stigma that. Oh, you're doing it for a TED uh, Yes, time. yes. And that's not the truth. I yeah. actually recently listened to a TED Talk mm. talking about how suicide's not a choice. No. It's like when you are put into stressful situations, mm-hmm. your body goes into fight and flight. Mm-hmm. And its first instinct is to get away from that painful stimuli. And basically, people that are battling depression, mm-hmm. they've been in pain so long and they think they've tried everything they can do to get away from that stimuli. Right. And so they feel like there is no choice but to take yeah. that option. Yeah. And so like mental health needs to be more recognized and it's just sad because insurance don't even cover you to get I know. Treatment. I know. It's crazy. There's pretty much nowhere in La Crosse to go besides Gunnarsson as I think a 14 bed place where you can sit and get treatment. And it's, oh, really? Not even that helpful. Oh my gosh. So what is better health? What do they do? Um, it's online therapy. So like that's where I go to my therapist through and we okay. do like video chat. Um you so can like also... a team that's on there and you get connected. So you with sign up and like they match you with a therapist. So that's you nice. do like all these questionnaires about like what you're going through, what you need help with, and they match you with a specialized therapist in that area. Um, and you meet with them like if they don't work out you can switch at any time and they'll find you somebody else but what is I, the, like price for that is it kind of expensive um i pay 160 a month Oh, okay. Yep. I feel like usually it's like 160 an hour. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's expensive. I know, I know. When I was going every single week it was 260 a month and i was seeing her i think i could see her unlimited times. So i was seeing her a lot but now i go um, once a month and then as needed for 160 and I can message her whenever I want to and then we just set up a video call mm-hmm. um, and she's great she I'm like god she's stuck with me through some rocky roads yeah. <laughs> but it's so convenient and like I've tried traditional therapy when I was in high school I went to like a you know like sat in a dark room on the couch and it was I hated it. You're just staring down with these beady eyes. I hated it. Yeah, yeah. Also, like my parents like kind of made me go, so I was like rebelling against that. It wasn't your choice. No, yeah. And then she was like, "You should do group therapy." I was like, "You'd have to kill me first. Like, there, I know." No. See, like, I'm, I struggle talking to my friends about my problems. Yeah. So, like, absolute stranger. Yeah. It's not in the cards. Yeah. It was tough at first to open up to her, but then I realized, like, she's a third party. She doesn't know me. Like, there's mm-hmm. no, like, she doesn't, like, she doesn't have a pre-existing opinion. That's true. Like, I'm telling her all if these things. If you want to, you can never see her again. Yeah, exactly. You know, because online, you don't have to, like, risk, like, running into your therapist yeah, at Walmart. Exactly. So, it's exactly. kind of nice. It's very nice. It is, Yeah. So I love that, but therapy's yeah. not for everybody. I mean, like you said, you find your therapy through books and... Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Like, is it truly therapy? I was talking <laughs> to um, a social worker, almost, um, the other day, mm-hmm. and he was pretty much telling me that you really have to, like, sit with yourself and think through all those emotions, like, know if you have coped or healed in situations. And he's like, do you feel like you've done that? And I'm like... Uh, (laughs) I mean, no. I'm just one, like, when things happen, I get busy. Mm -hmm. I try to just continue my life and Mm -hmm. move on like it never happened. Yeah. And, I mean, like, as you know, my mom passed away almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, like, do you feel like you've really grieved that? And I'm like, "Uh, I'd like to say yes. Right. But at the same time, it's like... Mm-hmm. No, I feel like I'm just like living my life, mm-hmm. and one day it's gonna slap me in the face. Yeah, maybe my wedding day. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not hold it till then. I know. So like, <laughs> my thing is, I he did recommend journaling and how mm-hmm. it's like sitting with your emotions yeah. and really processing that information. Yeah. So I might give it a try. Yeah, I'm really bad at taking other things, <laughs> but. Well, especially with, like, something that life-changing at such a young age, Mm -hmm. like, people don't prepare you for that. Like, how are you supposed to know at age 19 how to grieve the loss of your mom? Like, nobody's going to tell you how to do that. So, like, 
I mean, I, you, yeah. I feel like with that too, growing up, when we did have loss in the family, it uh-huh. was kind of just like, all right, well, let's get, go do, do schoolwork. Like, let's get back to right, life. Like, right, right. Yeah. I feel like I've just mm-hmm. ignored it, per mm-hmm. se. I mean, yeah, we'll see. You like to journal. I journal do every you day. Like it helps you. I love journaling, yeah. I do a lot of, like, gratitude journaling in the morning and, like, affirmations. And then if I have something really heavy on my mind, I write it down. Or another thing that I do is I get in my car and I turn on music and I just drive. And I literally talk out loud to myself. Like, I just talk out <laughs> so loud. Yeah, they're like, okay? they're like, uh, I'm, like, sh- just like, having my own therapy session. But, like, no. sometimes you just have to, like, say it That's out probably loud. the only thing that I done to probably cope with it mm-hmm. is I have like certain songs I listen to mm-hmm. and I just like think back mm-hmm. but I mean I feel like if I can think back about it and not like cry or be like mm-hmm. depressed that I have grieved and gone mm-hmm. through that yeah. or maybe I'm suppressing that <laughs> emotion <laughs> from my brain and then when I wake up and I'm 45 yeah, I'm like yeah. a midlife crisis yeah. <laughs> but we'll see <laughs> We'll tackle that when it gets here. Yeah, we'll tackle that when we get there. I'm very, very resilient. It's fine. We'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, that was just another one of my um, advice is to take time to heal. Mm-hmm. So I need to do that myself, time, but yeah. I feel like I definitely have managed a lot and mm-hmm. moved forward with a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, like we said earlier, growth, growth isn't linear. Mm-mm. It's a bumpy road, but you just got to keep pushing forward. <laughs> Healing isn't linear either. No. I mean... You have good days and bad days. Yeah. Even from, like, a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could be... Like, I feel good today. Yeah. Like, say, like, oh, mm-hmm. God, today sucks. Or, like, three months in, you're like, yeah. what the hell? I thought I was over this. And then you're not. Mm-hmm. And it just... It's how you handle it. But you have such a great support system. Yeah. With Connor and, like, his family and your friends that I I definitely feel like you were supported through all of that and the healing process. And... Try to surround yourself with good people. Yeah. If your friends or any other relationship you're in is mm-hmm. taking more out of you than mm-hmm. you're getting in return, yeah. cut loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. That's, moving on to another one, I said, um, it's okay to keep your circle small mm. yeah. <laughs> and prioritize the relationships you have because I've definitely cut out a lot of people in my life. I have, um, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm wedding planning and I'm looking at like invitations and, you know, like I went to school with this person my entire life. This person was in my life for 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. Like I thought this person might have been my maid of honor one day mm-hmm. and now they're not even invited to my wedding. Yeah. Things change. Yeah, they do. I think, yeah, I think it's so important to keep your circle small because I like saw this thing where it was like when you have like a really big group there's like there's not that closeness where Mm -hmm. you're always going to have each other's back like I feel like there's always going to be some sort of like drama or beef jealousy yeah we're I mean I'm only 21 but I feel like I'm 40 I don't have time I don't have time for petty like drama and I can say with confidence that the group Mm -hmm. of friends I have now I never have any issues with Mm -mm. it's just it's easy and that's Mm -hmm. how friendship should be yeah I mean if we don't snap every day that's fine we catch up every three months right great I mean nothing has to change yeah and as Taylor Swift once said (laughs) a friend to all is a friend to none (laughs) if you're friends with everybody then you're truly friends with nobody yeah I mean I feel that how can you be that support person Mm -hmm. for 40 people exactly you can't like you just don't have the capacity to do that that's my thing like trying to decide bridesmaids and i'm like well have i talked to you about like emotional like serious shit right yeah then we're probably not good enough friends we've been met right exactly and i mean connor i disagree on invitations (laughs) but he wants to invite everyone as their fucking cousins um and i'm more so I haven't spoken to you in the last, I mean, six months to a year. Right. We're obviously not close enough for you to be invited to my wedding. Right. Things change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, that's just the part of growing up is realizing that and like being mature enough to understand like friendships, they grow and you grow Mm -hmm. apart from people and it's like, there's no beef, but like if you're not reaching out and and I'm not reaching out, then, you know, but also like, don't take it personally. No. You know? Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean... Everyone that came into my life was there for a purpose, Mm -hmm. whether it was a good one or not. It showed me what I was looking for in friendships and relationships, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, I'm 
I'm perfect. I'm content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like at this point in life too, it's so important to have that support with mm-hmm. your friends. Like I want to be my friends, like number one support system. Yeah. Like I want to be there for everything. I want to be cheering them on and I want the same from them. And like when you're younger, you want, you just want to be friends with everybody. You yeah. want to have the big friend group, but like everybody only cares about themselves. Yeah. That's why I was like, you know, don't be afraid to have a small circle because mm-hmm. I mean, in high school, there is that like pressure mm-hmm. that if you don't have this large friend group, mm-hmm. you're classified as a loser. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I definitely found myself, you know, when I was younger being envious and jealous that I didn't have like this group of 20 girls to mm-hmm. with prom. Yeah. And it was just. Yeah. What for? Right. All the extra drama. All the extra drama, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I don't know. You feel like, have you, like, lost any friends that you were with for a very long time? You just, like, don't talk anymore? I talked about it in one of my earlier episodes, actually, but my childhood best friend, Hallie, we were born on the same day we went to the same daycare we grew up together we were inseparable oh boy and we just reconnected and it has been like nothing changed but like we went through a period of time from our sophomore year of college until now which i'm almost one year post-grad which is insane Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so we went through that like four year period where like we went down very different roads and it was very tough for me to accept that one because she was like my sister she was the one where i was like she's gonna be my maid of honor she's gonna be you know by my side through all of these life events and then we just kind of drifted down different paths Mm -hmm. and my mom always told me she's like you just have to like you just have to keep focusing on you and like you guys will like you guys will find it's meant to be a beat. Yeah, you guys will find your way together again and like we we did. Like we we have reconnected and like we're not like this obviously because we're 23 years old and she's also mm-hmm. in nursing school and like she's here, I'm there, but like mm-hmm. we rekindled that friendship and I'm so grateful for that, but like yeah, it it's tough when you yeah. lose that person that you think is going to be there for your whole life, but you just kind of have to keep focusing on you. You don't want to change yourself to keep someone no, in your life. Because at the end of the day, we all have different life priorities mm-hmm. and goals and values. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's one thing that I've had to learn is I needed to let go of people that didn't have those same yeah. you know, goals and values mm-hmm. and stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hardest part is with friendships is when, I mean, my one friend, nothing but love still for mm-hmm. her, I mean. But... It's kind of you look back and you think we've all, we've changed so much in mm-hmm. this twenty years of being friends that if I met you today, would I want to be friends with you? Right. It's it's just like we are so different now mm-hmm. that I just don't think if I met you on the street today that we would hit it off. Right. I just feel like we were still friends out of obligation because we grew up together. We were right. like those sisters. Right. But yeah, I mean, people change. That's a really good way to put it. Like, if I met you today, would I yeah. would I want to date you? Yeah. Would I want to be friends with you? That's a really good way to put it. I mean, people change. It's like, yeah, yeah. if I did meet you on the street today. Right. Would I put off? Right. <laughs> right. Would I want to be friends with you yeah. date you? For yeah. Instance. Yeah. Well, they say, like, you're you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So, like, you need to surround yourself with people who have those same values mm-hmm. and morals and and goals otherwise like you surround yourself with people who are sitting on their mom's couch and yeah. in the basement every day like you're gonna end up sitting on your mom's couch in the basement every day yeah you gotta get out of those toxic situations yeah want more for yourself mm-hmm. i mean i love my family dearly but i don't want to live like them right mm-hmm. i'm the first in my family to go to college and like mm-hmm. i probably would have done it without Connor's family pushing right. me and stuff, mm-hmm. but I want to be more than mm-hmm. just working, you know, right. nine to five at a job company that hates you. And right. You. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's tricky. That's a good mm-hmm. thing to learn early on. All right. My next one is don't be afraid to set boundaries. Ooh, good one. I've had 
to slowly get better at this. I used to be someone that could never say, I still can't, but <laughs> I can't really say no mm -hmm. all that often. And I kind of let people use me as a doormat. Mm. Even at my like job, like back when I worked at the nursing home, I mean, it was COVID. We were so short staffed and I had a haul of 24 patients. And most times I was paired with a eight, like 17 year old oh my God. and they can't operate the machines like legally they yeah. can't push the buttons. And so I had to, you know, put up more of the work mm -hmm. and then they'd come up to you and be like, Hey, can you stay? And like, I am oh, oh, yeah. but sure. I'm like a 16. <laughs> Why not? And I mean, I've also had to learn that with wedding planning that people want to give you their input mm -hmm. <laughs> even though it wasn't asked for. <laughs> and I mean, everyone wants you to do things their way, mm -hmm. but it, it's, I mean, it's my wedding. Mm -hmm. I'm paying for mm -hmm. it. And I just had to respectfully, you know, be like, no, you can't mm -hmm. bring a plus one. <laughs> you guys haven't been dating for more than fucking two weeks. Why would I let her <laughs> or him come and probably cause chaos? Yeah. $35 a plate. 38 $38 a plate. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, beforehand, please. No, so it's... Setting boundaries is huge. I mean, mm -hmm. it happens in relationships, happens in life, yeah. job. I mean, mm -hmm. I've definitely had to get better. Even with my patients at work, I want to. <laughs> I work on the neuroscience floor, and granted, a lot of them, I mean, they're brain, so they don't know what they're doing. Right. Um, but can be very aggressive and mean, mm -hmm. and you kind of just got to be like, no, you will not touch me. Mm -hmm. If you continue to act this way, right. I'm going to walk out, and you can fend for yourself. <laughs> the hard part about setting boundaries for me has always been like I don't want to come off as confrontational or like as yeah. like a bitch and people perceive it that way but like I feel like it's hard to not perceive it that way mm -hmm. you know there's like a woman being assertive yeah and like knowing what she wants mm. why is that classified as being a bitch? right that's the thing it's like it's like, oh, she's stuck up. Yeah, she's she's a bitch. She's yeah, lying, she's self-centered. Yeah, it's she's like, all about herself. It's like, I'm just simply telling you, like, my feelings, <laughs> what I don't want you to do. Like, for my mental sanity, I cannot do this. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm setting some boundaries. For your safety and mine, I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, there's still that stigma out there for women. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're bitches. What can we do? We're supposed to be submissive and people pleasers and just go with mm -hmm. what other people are telling us. And I've never been one to like once I'm being told what to do. No, that's one thing I've <laughs> always been really good at. Is <laughs> yeah. If you ask me to, like, if you, no, so if you ask me, sure. If you tell me, mm. absolutely not. <laughs> I will go and try every way to define you just because <laughs> you told me what I had to do versus asking. I learned that about Sarah very quickly <laughs> because Connor would sometimes get on that side and she's like, no, Connor, you will not tell me what to do. My favorite saying to him is when he'll like try to be like, oh, like, go do this. I'm like, mm -mm, try again. <laughs> Reword that in a better manner and we'll see. You make yeah. him a better man. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, probably the most stubborn person out there. Hey, that's okay. Mm, sometimes sure. I'm stubborn too. I'm better. <laughs> saying that. Yeah, I mean, we all have our quirks and our faults. Yeah, that's like one thing that's um, social worker kind of like psychoanalyzing me. But that's what you were talking about. And he asked if I had anything from my childhood that's led like to my adult life. That I'm like, okay, like maybe this is because of like those oh. traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we moved around a lot, and, like, I told him I never really had control over my life. Mm. And, weirdly enough, as an adult, I had control issues. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a control freak. I don't like not knowing a plan. Uh -huh. I don't like having all... I mean, I almost forced Connor to tell me the exact date and time he was going to post, because I don't like surprises. I like to know exactly what's going on in my life. And... She picked out her ring. Yeah, I did. I picked it out. <laughs> and it's gorgeous, by the way. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm very type A. I'm, I'm going to do that bridezilla, and it's fine. I it's your wedding. I for everyone in advance. But no, like, I, I used to, like, not even like drinking because that takes away some of the mm, control. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah, I'm like learning to loosen it up a little bit and try to go with the flow. Yeah. It's not an easy task. Um, yeah. Just got to stop trying to carry that baggage with me. Uh-huh. Leave it in the past. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's what he said. He's like, you need to remember that you don't live like that anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not in that situation anymore. Right. So, stop acting like it. You do have control now. I do. I mean, yeah. if I wanted to, I could go eat ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. You could do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. You're engaged. I know. You're 21. You're a free woman. I will say, I was looking at our budget the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's this money coming from? <laughs> <laughs> I have it like all broken down into like you know sections. Yeah. We've, so far, we've paid about seven grand on it, but I'm looking at the we've like five hundred some days, and I see like the standing budget like twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. I guess we'll. What's that app where you can sell your feet pictures? <laughs> Hit up Sierra for food pics. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Um, it's about $1,000 a total. <laughs> She'll yeah. paint them the color that you like. Sure. Any request, I'll fill them up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. And then another one I have is to live in the moment. Hmm. That kind of goes with, like, losing control. Yeah. Um, and learning to say yes. It's funny because I said, like, set boundaries and learn how to say no. Say no, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like I'm stuck in my ways and if you hit me up with like six hours mm-hmm. to spare like hey like, you want to go out tonight mm-hmm. i'm like no <laughs> three days in advance like i need to plan this out <laughs> put me on your calendar <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like well i don't i really don't want to be rushed i don't want to deal with that but then i'm missing out on certain mm-hmm. experiences and memories mm-hmm. and so that's one thing i'm trying to get better at is like Learning to say yes to, like, hang out with the people I love. Yeah. Or, like, going out to do things fun mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. sitting at home and reading a book. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just get out there and live your life. Yeah. I mean, you never know what's exactly. tomorrow's going to look like. Exactly. And tomorrow's not promised. Because of COVID for so long, we all kind of lost three years of our life. So I just need to get out there and mm-hmm. create some memories. I just, I feel like I'm 21 and I was just at Easter and I was listening to everyone's, like, stories when they were... Yeah. and at work too they're like oh yeah like when I was your age like I went to this random guy's motel and we got there and it was like a blind date and she, there was like a convention at this hotel and she said it was for amputees because he was an amputee and she oh. didn't know that because oh, it was a no. blind date yeah and I was like I don't have any fun stories yeah. like that I mean better relationships when I was a sophomore yeah I don't have any crazy stories to tell my mm-hmm. kids. Like, oh, this one time? <laughs> I was on a podcast. <laughs> it's like, that's all I have to, that's all I have to live for. <laughs> well, come hang with me because... Yeah, you got some stories in the revenge era. I, but I was in the same boat. Like, up until a couple months ago, I had been in a relationship for the past almost five years. And now it's like, well, I'm... I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the path is. So, and I told my mom, I was like, I am doing everything this summer because yeah. I thought it was going to be my last summer here. And it, yeah. it might still be. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Sierra does not want me to move. No, I don't. <laughs> I promise I'll be back for the wedding. I'll keep my circle of five. Four. That's a freaking square. <laughs> what do you mean be a circle anymore? <laughs> But I told her, I was like, I'm doing everything because I'm not missing out on anything yeah. with my friends that are here. And, like, I don't know, like, when I'll be back. And People I'm going to start, like, having kids. Oh, my God. I know. Including me. Literally, everybody in my circle is in a committed relationship. This one's getting married and is going to pop out babies the second they come home from the honeymoon. I really hoping so. <laughs> no, that's like, I need to, like, live my life. Because, I, I mean, I've never been, like, oh, my God, I totally blacked out that weekend. I've never done that. Me I mean, either. Not that I should want to. Like, that's right. not on my bucket list. Right. But, like, those, like, crazy fun things. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I've never done that either. But then I went out with all the guys, and I was like, yeah, yeah I was out till bar time. And I've never made it to bar time. <laughs> this is pathetic. For, like, the last, I think I might have made it. No, I don't even think so. The last, like, four years, I've never made it to um, New Year's. Midnight <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
was in bed so early. Oh my gosh, I know. Just, yeah, that was always me. And then I, mean, I was I like, I just turned 21, so up until then, like, I was never one. I wasn't going to risk it. I wasn't going to go down to the bar. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, my luck. Right. I'd get you get an underage and possession of a fake ID yeah. <laughs> in one swing. Um, <laughs> no, but, so I never did any of that. So Connor and I, he always stayed in with me. And we mm-hmm. didn't really have any plans. Because, like, we'd right. hang out with our friends to start. And then mm-hmm. they'd all, like, all right, let's go head downtown. Right. Like, well, I guess we're going to head home. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, it was easy to just go sleep. Because I didn't have any, like, yeah. plans to do yeah. anything. Yeah, well, that was me, too. I've been in my grandma era for how long? And now, I mean, I still am in my grandma era. But I went, I stayed out till bar time two nights in a row that weekend. And I was like... I was at work. I was working night shift. And Grace was snapping me. And I'm like, I've never seen this girl up past, like, two. Why are you setting me up for the morning? I know. I'm like, I'm still up, boys. I'm like, like falling asleep at work. And you're like, why do I? What are you doing? (laughs) Which I don't condone. No, we're drinking, but I do condone having a good time. Yeah. From time to time. But, like, that's why I'm, like, I'm going to have everybody over in a couple weekends. Like, I just want to be with everybody and, like, have a good time and make memories, mm-hmm. like, while we're at this stage. Because, like you said, like, the older we get, the more people are going to start, like, moving away and yeah. building families and, like... Why move away? No, I know. I just need to start... I can't, I can't keep living through my friends. I need to start <laughs> living with my friends. Yes. And yes. so, yeah. I mean, my one friend Hannah's really good at, like, forcing me to step out of my shell. <laughs> mm-hmm. And go out and do different things. And I just need to... Mm-hmm. Even when she... Because she just lives in Milwaukee. So I need to... Um, oh, yeah. Summon her spirit. Like, yeah. She's not around. Yeah. So get out and do things. Yeah. But it's horrible because we live in Holman, you know, so it's like a good 20-minute mm-hmm. drive. Mm-hmm. And so Connor and I do go downtown. I mean, none of my friends are really 21 yet. True, yeah, because so, you're an October baby. Yeah. So we go downtown mainly with his friends. And so he's like, he has a good time. Yeah. But I kind of like stay sober because some has to drive home. <laughs> and so like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe this summer I'll live my life a little bit more. Yeah, just just put his card on your Uber account. Isn't weird? I don't trust Ubers. Really? I mean, like when we go to Nashville and stuff, I do. In bigger like cities, that, but I don't know. Who's yeah. Uber and lacrosse? Do I really want them to know where I live? At least, like when you travel, they're just like driving to a hotel. You don't live there. I mean, yeah, I I walk home from downtown because it's like downtown. a block. But no, I get that. Like being being a girl on your own, like it can be kind of daunting to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where you say, like, okay, Connor, I'm going out tonight, so you're going to pick me up when I'm done. Oh, no. I mean, Haley and I went out to um, a restaurant a couple weekends ago, and I told Connor he was on our Uber, but that was, like, 10 minutes away from the apartment. Mm-hmm. But we sat there and had some drinks, and a really hot guy bought us a drink. Really? Yeah. Ooh. He was about 50. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. A farmer. <laughs> No, Give him like, my number. <laughs> the bartender came over. And they're like, oh, hi, ladies. Like, you know, a gentleman over the bar wants to buy you a drink. And I'm like, this has never happened to me before. <laughs> and um, Haley was like, well, can we ask, like, who it was? And the bartender's like, lean forward. Was it a girl or a guy bartender? Go- girl, yeah, oh, guy. Okay. But okay. he was a little fruity, so he was fun. <laughs> um, and he's like, okay. It's kind of creepy. Like, no, that's oh, not man. how you start the first time a man had a bumpy drink. He's like, it's kind of creepy, but it's a gentleman over there. And he pointed to him, and this man is staring at us. Oh my god. Wearing a camel jacket, and he's like a farmer. And he's like kept looking at us the rest of the night. And we were like, what do we say? Thank you. It's kind of weird. What bar were you at? David Grace. Oh. But. Um, I was fine with it. I mean, yeah, free drink. It's just this is my first first time ever getting this, and it's some creepy old guy. That's never happened to me. So you're one step ahead of me. It's probably just because Haley was with me for sure. It would <laughs> never happen on my own. Shut up! It was. No. And it was funny because like I was wearing my ring and everything, and I'm like, oh okay. Thank you're you. like, thank you. I know. I'm like, and do you like? I don't. It never happened. So like in those situations. Do you go up and say thank you? Do you buy a drink back? Do you just like 
Like what mm. we did is avoid eye contact. Yeah, well, because it's creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. I feel like if it was like if you're single and like a cute guy buys you a drink, you like say thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I've only been single for three months. I don't know how to be single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how to flirt. Connor, I just like throw insults every once in a while. Like yeah. nobody still loves me. Yeah. I'm, like, he calls me a rat. I'm like thanks, love you too. <laughs> That's how he shows his love, though. Sure, sure. <laughs> Calls me Tonka. Hey, it's all right. You are Tonka. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, and I mean, with the living through your life a little bit, I mean, mm-hmm. the first time, the only time I've ever threw, I threw up once after a night out. Oh. And that was this past Halloween. Oh, my God. We lost you guys that night. It was not good grace. That was an epic Have night. I ever told you the story? No, because oh. we, we left Brothers, and I never saw you again. I know, I know. <laughs> so, like, we ended up, I think, we ran into Cal. Okay. And he was like, oh, like, uh, Sam Downing. And, like, those guys are all legends. Uh-huh. Oh. And so, like, we went there, and I was... I don't know how, because, like, we pre-gamed here, mm-hmm. and I had three of those... It was like caramel margarita. Oh my god. That was your first mistake. I'm a three M's kind of girl. I'm a margarita, martini, and mojito. Three M's. (laughs) Live and learn. Okay. But so I had those three margaritas in a can, which, oh my god, why did I buy those? But then um, I went downtown and I think I think I only had like maybe two or three more drinks down there. But I mixed. I think I was having Uh, black at that point. And so we were at. Um, Legends and Haley, bless her soul, offered to drive us home uh-huh. that night. So we had to cut it. I could have made it to Bartram that night. I could have. Yeah. But um, I didn't want to leave her, you know, waiting for right, us all right. night long. So I think we left around 2. Okay. Well, bar time's 2.15. Well, I was close. So you were close. We were sitting on the curb. And like, I felt great up until then. Yeah. I mean, Legends, you can only go in there when you're drunk. <sighs> I, I can't but, even go in there when I'm drunk. Because the next night, I went out with my friend Hannah, and like, I just, like, no. I'll get to that. But I was there sober, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" There's like orgies going on around me. This is like, what is going on? What is going on? But so we were like, "Okay, like we're gonna leave. Hey, they're gonna pick us up." Mm-hmm. We're sitting on like a little bench outside Legends, and also like the world is spinning. Like, okay, <laughs> this is different. <laughs> so we get in Haley's car, and I guess I announced to them that like. I think I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. I had this little stitch in my hand because while I was at Legends, someone was throwing like little... Like from Lilo stitch. and Stitch? Yes. <laughs> okay. A little blue stitch around and why I took it home, don't ask. <laughs> it's probably so infected with germs. Oh, yeah. But I had it in the car with me. I was like playing with it. And I was like, I think I'm going to throw up. And we literally get home. First thing I do, run to the toilet. Oh, my God. I run to the toilet and I hadn't thrown up in like probably close to 15 years mm-hmm. that long time and i run to the toilet i throw up and i was fine you know sometimes you just had to get that one out of your system yeah yeah go back to bed yeah i was fine i went to bed i slept decent mm-hmm. i mean didn't have any other problems woke up that morning felt queasy oh no like really bad so i threw up i'm like oh my god Ooh, okay feel a little bit better yeah. and so I asked Connor because sometimes I mean all you need is like a good meal to yes. soak it up yes mm. and I was like can you go to Blue Moon like I just want some hash browns and some eggs and a little bit of bacon mm-hmm. and I was like waiting for him he came home I was like yes looked good I'm watching him eat it <laughs> and I'm like gagging in my mouth oh my like, god I didn't even take a bite yet I was like looking at the food watching him eat it I'm like mmm and I go throw up in the bathroom again. And I think I threw up close to eight times that day. Oh, my God. I woke up around 7 o'clock, and I was throwing up till solid, like, 1 in the afternoon. <sighs> it wouldn't stop. And I'm like, I told myself, I'm going to take it easy Friday with Connor because, like, just Connor. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, my friend Hannah and I are going out, and I'm going to go so hard with her because, you know, girls' night. Yeah. So it's 1 p.m., and I'm still throwing up. And she's, like, texting me, like, okay, let's want to go get some, like, coffee. We're going to surprise our coworkers with mm-hmm. some coffee at Gunderson. And I'm, like, I don't want to go out tonight. I don't know how. I looked at myself in the mirror. Like, I popped all the blood vessels under my oh eyes. Oh, my God, dude. I was so 
Oh, it wasn't good. But my friend Hannah came. She brought some liquid IV, like Water Boy. Had a girl. I filled up my entire 40 ounce Stanley was mm-hmm. it. And I was just sipping on it because we went to high beat. Like it was our friend's last day, so we were like, let's go get oh. some treats for the floor. Yeah. And I'm sipping on it, like, okay, have it through for 30 minutes. Okay, looking hopeful. And we get to high beat. You know, I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, like I haven't ate anything. Yeah. This is looking kind of appetizing, the stuff around me. Like, maybe it's, I'm feeling better because mm-hmm. of the fact that this looks appetizing mm-hmm. and not like I want to vomit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm feeling better. I didn't get anything, um, but we went to Java and mm-hmm. so I got my iced chai. Ooh. And I was drinking that. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel better. Like, I'm thrown up. Um, and I didn't throw up for the rest of the day, but we did go out and I probably had half a drink. Yeah. No. I, I couldn't do Mm-mm. it. Like, we went, she went in a pregame and we were having mimosas and stuff and I probably had half of that I'm like oh my god I don't want to puke again I was traumatized yeah so yeah I had one horrible experience it was like my first I'm never drinking again experience (laughs) yeah I don't know if I will it took me a long time to look at a margarita the same or just tequila in general oh my god I've never had that or like I continuously it was so so weird yeah my stomach was so angry Mm -hmm. I'm very much, like, a lightweight, so I know, like, I hate that feeling, so Mm -hmm. I never push myself too far, but my other thing is, like, food. Like, I must eat that night. Like, when I went out with the guys, uh, I made Peter bring me a slice of pizza into Crow while we we were there, and I ate a slice of pizza there because I knew I needed food. But, like, Mal and I actually had that weekend last weekend. She had that. I'm never drinking again. Mm. We went to Bottomless. Mimosas? Yep, we went to Bottomless Mimosas with Lauren. Oh, my God. And it was fine. Like, it was fun. We got, like, the cheese journey. We were, yeah, we were doing that. And then Mal and I ended up going to Bodega after that. And we met up with Gunnar and Jesse. And my thing, for some reason, Moscow Meals set me over the edge. And that's like your favorite drink. It's my favorite drink, but I can't have more than two. I had two Moscow meals and I was like spinning. I'm like, this is okay. So we hung out there for a little while. Then we went to Crow and I demolished a burger. Like I mm-hmm. probably set a record. Like I ate that thing <laughs> in record time. And then I was going to go out that night with the guys and with Kenzie. And so Mal and I and left. All day thing. Yeah. So oh we had gosh. been drinking since 11. We did bottomless mimosas, and just so you guys know, I'm not, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a drinker. No. This is, like, an every once in a while thing. So but if you're, like, a two, three, you know, maybe, yeah, and you're gonna go home Yeah, lunch. like, on a Saturday. So, we left at 5.30, and I was gonna go, like, just rest, mm-hmm. so I could make it out. Sometimes that power nap can change the mm-hmm. game. I got on my couch at 5.30, I didn't wake up till 8.30. <gasps> at night? <laughs> at night. <laughs> Oh I was like, hey guys, I'm not going to make it out. And then I just laid in my bed until midnight. Your head's probably pounding. I'm just like staring. And I hadn't heard from Mallory. Oh my gosh. And she was asking the next morning. She goes, I am never drinking oh again. <laughs> like, sweet girl. <laughs> and I had to do a long run yeah. on Sunday. And I was like, Mallory, honestly, my long run, I don't even remember it. I ran eight miles and I Flat don't out. remember any of it. I just, I went. I argue that champagne and wine hangovers oh are God. by far they are. worse they are. than like hard liquor. I can't drink wine unless I'm going to bed. It makes me so sleepy. It makes me sleepy too. Like, I, I feel like any drinking does. Yeah. Like the other night I just made a Malibu pineapple to like watch the brewery. Yeah. I just like I finished the one little drink I had and I was mm-hmm. like I'm fucking tired. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me so sleepy. Mm-hmm. All alcohol makes me yeah. sleepy. There's no stimuli around me. Like, yeah. I'm going to crash and sleep like a baby. <laughs> That's, like, one thing that I've kind of come to, like, accept is, like, drinking is not a bad thing. And, like, I used to really, like, I was, I did not drink for a very long time. I, really, I started, I started drinking in high school. Oh, like, my gosh. You <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Don't do that. I'm not condoning that. But, like... For you young like, ages out there, alcohol's bad. <laughs> if you're under the age of 21, please refrain. But, yeah. So, like, we... Like, after we graduated, like, we did the whole thing. And, like, yeah. then halfway through my freshman year, I was like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm over it. And I was, like, very against alcohol. Never drank. And then, I like, started to sprinkle it in here mm-hmm. and there. And 
even now like i'm not gonna go black out and i can only have like two drinks before i'm buzzed which yeah. is like a blessing because it saves me so much but now i'm realizing like it's okay if i want to go have a drink with my friend yeah. like it doesn't make it an issue like yes alcohol is addictive and is mm-hmm. it great for you no it's not great for you but I'm 23 years old. I'm yeah. going to go have a drink with my friend. I'm going to have a random night where I have a really good time and I'm not going to be ashamed of it. And that's you know? the thing is like my freshman and sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. I mean, all my nursing friends were out drinking all the time mm-hmm. and they didn't, you know, they were risking it. They were out at the bars and I'm like, nope, I won't do it. Mm-mm. And I feel like I kind of, not like, I feel, not that the college experience is to like go out and get plastered, yeah. but like. I mean, at this age, going out is where you meet new friends mm-hmm. and then you go out and meet people. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like I was missing out on the social aspect. Yeah. I mean, yeah, FOMO for real. Big <laughs> FOMO. And it's like, yeah, like, I used to always say, you know, like, I don't need to drink to have fun. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of kids our age, I mean, when they want to go out and have fun, they go downtown. And so, yeah. like, lately I've kind of been trying to play catch up <laughs> and get out there yeah. and do things but yeah yeah it's definitely I am a dead giveaway like one drink my eyes are glossed oh my God, over same they're glossed over my, I think I might be allergic to alcohol a little bit especially rum oh whenever I drink yeah. that like I my face gets so red yeah and I'm like it's fine yeah I'm allergic to alcohol <laughs> But it's fine. We're just going to push through. Dude, no, I'm the same way. My dad calls me one meal grace because I have one meal and I'm like, woo! I start talking louder. I'm like getting all like, I laugh at everything. But I'd rather do that than have to drink an entire pack of Bush Light to get drunk. And like, I'm not shaming anybody. Like, whatever you do with alcohol, whatever, um, obviously. Yeah. If you have an issue, please get help. But yeah, I just like... I just for so long was like, no, like that's so, and then I was all about fitness and health and whatever, but like everything in moderation and that includes alcohol. If you enjoy to drink, if you don't enjoy it, you don't need it. Yeah. For the longest time, I was always the DD and I went out every weekend with my friends still. Mm -hmm. And I had a fantastic time without drinking. Yeah. But if I'm going to go to bodega and have a Moscow meal, I'm going to go to bodega and have a Moscow meal. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Preach. Yeah. And I love bodegas, Moscow meals. I've never been to bodegas. Never. Or Top Shots. Or, I mean, any of the fun places, really. See, I'm in my sit-down era. Like, I don't want to go to Legends. I want to go somewhere where I can sit down and have a conversation with someone. Really? That's one of my things. Like, the Crow is probably my favorite bar. Yes, right yes. When I was there on Halloween, like, that was the most packed bar, I swear. We were, mm-hmm. like, shoulder to shoulder. They had a good DJ. Mm-hmm. I just like the Crow's environment. You guys were there on Halloween? Yeah. We were there. And well, I didn't see you. I didn't see you either. I was next to the window. We sat at a table. I was wearing a Mario hat. How did you know? Oh, that was your Saturday night? Oh, I didn't go out Saturday night. I meant Friday night when we lost you guys. No, yeah, no, we... I think we When I would go out with Connor, really only go to, like, Brothers. Yeah. In a house. I don't mind animals. They really like a house. And, of course, because Gerpy works at Brothers, we go Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I enjoy sitting down and being able to hear the person next to me, and yeah. you know, so yeah. I'm in that era. But um, we're gonna have to go to Bodega sometime. Wait, where is it? Is it by it's like... right down this block, like past the Rivoli. You know where Mexcal is? Yeah, yeah. Next block over. Okay. You've probably driven by it a million, times. Past a million yeah, times. Yeah, it's got all of the beer bottles in oh, the window. Okay. It's, it's a really old it bar. Oh my god, I love it. We should go there. They have good um, food too, actually. They serve like paninis and um, yeah. Do they really though? Yeah, it's actually good. Bar food? No, it's not bar food. It's not? No, like um, we get like spinach and artichoke artichoke dip there. And like crazy panini. Hmm. It's actually good. Yeah, we'll have to go there sometime. Yeah, it's fun. Do you like Moscow meals? No. Okay. I, you're wrong, so... No. I just... Okay, maybe I've tried a few of Connor's flavored... Oh. Moscow he does meals. get flavored Moscow He's meals. He's a fruity guy. He's a fruity guy. Um, I mean, he drinks summer shandy and lines and mm. everyone makes fun of him. But, 
No, I don't like ginger beer. It, yeah, it, it depends on the type of ginger beer. It can be really spicy. I don't want to drink a spicy drink. But, okay, you have to try a Mediterranean meal because that's made with fig vodka and it's sweeter. Okay. And it kind of tones down the, like, in your face of the ginger beer. So you might like a Mediterranean meal better. Lately, this is probably really weird, and <laughs> I've never heard someone else address this, but I don't really go out that often, but <laughs> I have been experimenting mm-hmm. with, like, just easy-to-make things. So mm-hmm. when I go to Nashville in May, oh, yeah. I'm like, because the last time I went to Nashville was two years ago, and I had um, a lot of Malibu pineapples. <gasps> and let's just, like... It's, it's too much. It's good for one drink, mm-hmm. but no, not more than one, because it's mm-hmm. just, like, that pineapple juice it's heavy. heavy. And so I'm like, I want something easy and mm-hmm. something like that's not going to, like, make me have gut rot. Right. And so I've been having uh, just a tequila with Sprite. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, you drink tequila? <laughs> I'm a tequila girl. Oh, no, because, like, Haley and I were going with their family and stuff, but also two girls from our nursing school were going. Oh, and yeah. so at the same time as us, and we made these, you know, like those sparkly cowgirl hats with like feathers. Yeah. And we all have like a drink on ours, and Haley's is like Grey Goose, mm-hmm. and mine's tequila. So I'm like, if I'm going to bring a tequila hat, I have to drink tequila. So I was like, what's an easy drink? Because I don't want to ask for margaritas down there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be expensive. Yeah. Like, what's an easy drink I can have mm-hmm. with tequila? And I was like, hmm. You get like lemon or lime in it? No. Just straight tequila and Sprite? Sprite, yeah. Decent. Okay. Not my favorite, but I cannot drink tequila. Maybe over like a lemon lime meal and put that in there. Oh yeah, that's the big thing now is like vodka, vodka water, water meal. meal for sure because it's like cheap, low calorie, uh-huh. and then you can make it taste good. Yeah. I tried one time to drink like vodka soda. <clears throat> Disgusting. How do people drink that? There's no way they enjoy it. Okay, but like I'm, I'm like I gotta find a shot I like because when we go down there, I'm sure. Just do the easy ones. The cherry bombs? Yeah, just do like cherry bombs, Jaeger bombs, lemon drop, green tea shots. I've never, I've only ever had a cherry bomb. I don't know what the others taste like. Because like, I don't want to be taking shots with like tequila, vodka. Do I not, mean, do not do that. Fireball isn't bad. No, I hate fireball. Okay. Well. Kirky, he bought me a shot of fireball on my birthday. Well, <laughs> here's my fault. If no one knows Kirky, he's our insanely... <laughs> Alcoholic friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> I challenged that I could drink them under the table. Oh, God, Sierra. I know. Why would you do I was, that? Like, thinking, I was like, I could drink you any day. You're like, it's my 21st birthday and I can out drink you. And he's like, I drink in my sleep. I'm just like all for starting conflicts. Yeah. I Especially with Garrett. Oh, yeah. Um, and so he was like, bet. And I was like, oh, no. What did I do? He comes back with a shot for him and me. And I'm like, uh, and that was a big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no. I looked at one look at it. I'm like, no, is that fireball? I just, I hate the cinnamon, cinnamon taste. Like, I just, it burns so yeah. much. And, you know, I, I took a shot of it. And I literally, like, I wasn't crying. Just the like, water was coming out of my eyes. Yeah. Fireball is, yeah, it burns your eyes. And then a coworker of mine that I didn't know was at the bar came over. My friend Hannah pulled him over. And mm-hmm. she's like, say hi to Sierra. It's her birthday. Mm-hmm. And here I am with my eyes watering. Mm-hmm. And he's like, happy birthday. And then at work, he told everyone that I was crying. I wasn't crying. <laughs> you don't know the context. Oh, my gosh. I feel that 100%. Do, like, a salted nut roll shot. Like, do the sweet ones. Like, my the ones where they mix. So she's like... I gave everyone, like, a disclaimer on my birthday. I'm like, I don't care for shots. Mm-hmm. If you buy one for me, I won't drink it. <laughs> and then I had, like, probably five cherry bombs. But those were, like, those are easy. It's probably little to none with alcohol. Cherry bombs are, like, uh, like a mixed... They're, like, half a shot, half a mixed drink. Like, they're in between a mixed drink and a, and a shot. Just because like the cough syrup. Yeah, well, because it's it's Dr. McGilligutty's and um, Red Bull. You didn't know what was in a cherry bomb? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I spun the wheel at Animal House, and I won that. And then there was this wedding party there, and mm-hmm. they bought me another cherry bomb. And then you bought me a cherry bomb. I did? Yes, you bought, you bought like, oh, a cherry Oh, I did. Yeah, I bought everybody a cherry bomb. It was, like, a good line. For your birth. Oh, my God, yeah. I played rock, paper, scissors with the, um, bartender, with the bartender at Who's on 3rd um, to get you a shot, and you didn't drink it. I don't know who drank it. Yeah. I, I passed a lot along. Because my friend Hannah bought me a salsa nut roll. She's like, they're yeah. amazing. You're going to love it. 
And I took one look at it and I was like, <laughs> I handed it to Connor and I was like, this is for you. Here it goes. And she asked me, she's like, how was it? I was like, it was fabulous. <laughs> you were a liar. Yeah. Oh, you know, she knows that. Don't listen in. But no, sometimes I think back on our life at 1325. Oh my God. And I, I kind of miss it. We had so much fun there. Like, you know, study for finals or play poker with the gang. We weren't a very good influence on Sierra's studies. No. Because no. <laughs> nobody else was in school. Well, Garrett was, kind of. Kind of. He kind of went to school. And then I was, I took a semester off. So you were the only one seriously in school. <laughs> yeah, we were either play poker most nights or among us. <laughs> We all sat in the kitchen floor, living room floor, yeah. and just had our own lobby oh and played God. and killed each other. We played Among Us until it became uncool. Well, it was like, I think we probably played close to 100 games. I got burned Every out of night. it. It was so fun, though. It was. It was so funny, because it was always just us. <laughs> uh, the I miss, like, sitting on the kitchen floor and just, like, talking mm-hmm. crap. Oh, my God, yeah. With Garrett, that was fun. Yeah. Not about other people, mostly just about everybody in the room. Yeah. Like, we just talk shit about each other. We, we're that friend group that, like, disses each other. Yeah. Mainly there's, like, one person that gets it the most, but... Who do you think that was? <laughs> okay, I usually didn't gang up on you, but to be fair, you had, like, three people against you. Yeah. Connor and Gerke were the most. Connor and Gerke, they just go at me. They bought me a, a shirt that says Tonka with a Tonka truck on it for Christmas because that's what they call me. No, the funny thing is, is um, we only called her Tonka because there was this girl on TikTok whose name is Grace, and she was a little bit more like bold and aggressive. Mm-hmm. And so like she's like, "Call me Tonka instead," and mm-hmm. then they we're like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna call our Grace Tonka." But then now when we tell that story to everybody, like how we call her Tonka, they just assume it's because she has a dump truck. They're like, oh, like, huh. and Grace is like, well, why do you think that? Like, um, <laughs> but I never picked up on that. Like, I didn't realize either. that people thought assume. that. I mean, it is a dump truck, technically, isn't it? Like, yeah, a Tonka truck is a dump truck. And then, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know machinery or car equipment. So. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. I thought they were just calling me that because I'm bold and aggressive. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I guess. but other people There's thought it was meeting. different. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Whatever. Um, do you have anything else? Oh, my goodness. We're at an hour. Not really. Okay. This kind of turned into um, an alcohol drinking TikTok, TikTok hey, podcast. It's it all tied into living your yeah. life. Yeah. You just... The moral of this podcast is live your life. YOLO. Say yes to the dress. <laughs> when are you going dress shopping? Um, um I don't know. Maybe... September. Yeah, I mean, you've got time. I mean, don't though, because like, True. I went with my friend Molly, because I'm in her wedding, mm-hmm. and she went and tried on dresses a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and we're going again this Saturday, um, but they were like, yep, yeah, takes four to six months to get the dress in <gasps> store, and then like, plus alterations and stuff, like, oh my so gosh. I have to just do it a year out, yeah. a little earlier. Yeah, that's exciting though. But hey, you'll have to come to Moxie's every Thursday night. Why? Connor signed me, Connor, who else, Gerke, Kuhn, our friend Molly, Corey, and then a girl from my nursing class, uh-huh. up for sand volleyball, the competitive league. Okay, rude that I didn't get an invite. <laughs> no, the competitive league, Thursday nights for volleyball. Okay, rude that I didn't get an invite to be on the team. <laughs> no, you, can, um, you can come play great. Whatever. I mean, have you seen me play spike ball? Dude, I'm not even really on the team either. I'm gonna suck. I'll come watch. That that sounds fun on Thursday nights. I'm because I don't know my schedule. I'm probably working till seven o'clock most nights. I work till um, I'm gonna be working till seven too. So So, I mean, their games are seven, eight, nine p.m. And I'm like, well, I probably won't be be able to make it all. So I'm just a sub. I'll make you guys little posters. Thank you. Guess I'll be the cheerleader. That's all I'm good for. Well, if I break my leg, you can play for me. Okay. Happen. No, don't manifest that. I don't know. That's another goal. Manifest shit. It works. It does. Got a whole episode on that. Go check it out. Manifestation. <laughs> I, I saw this girl on TikTok that said the saying. You know, she used to like always have bad luck, mm-hmm. and then she saw someone else do this, and so she started doing it, saying, 
everything works out for me. The lucky girl syndrome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started saying that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was weird how things started falling yeah. into place. Yeah. Manifestation and the law of attraction is 100% real. Absolutely. Yeah. You just have to let go of the blocks. I'm going to win the lottery because everything works out for me. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope that happens. You said it's real, Grace. <laughs> Make it happen. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that was good. That was good. We got we got some good stuff was, in there. I'm having nervous rambles, and that's okay. This podcast should basically be called Tangents with Grace. Yeah. Because we just go down all different roads, but rabbit holes. That's what being in your 20s is like. Yeah. It's rabbit holes and wrong turns and getting flipped upside down and dumpster fires. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Sure. <laughs> in its own way. So, thank you for being on the pod. Thank you for having I'm me. I'm very happy. Um, this is actually going to be up tonight. Oh, goodness. I have to edit this because I did not have an episode prepared for today. I procrastinated. That's my best thing. I should put that as one, but I don't follow that <laughs> advice. So, So yeah. So, um, today's episode was recorded today. So, this will be up tonight for everybody to hear. How so. fun. Um, yeah. And that's what we've got for you guys. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.